I'm Midgey, here with my two lovely, lovely, lovely hosts. Rose. No stacks in the building, barely. And barely, barely. Coming off a coming off a tumultuous day. <laughs> hey, what's going on, people? I heard the work week kicking butt. Oh man, listen. Taking names, boy. boy. And and employers wanted to show their ass on me and Rose this week. Hey, I just got back to work. Today was my first day from vacation, son. They say welcome oh, back shit. on vacation. That's and then I'm like, so so y'all having a, a work through lunch eating day? Nobody told me I need to bring my lunch. Y'all done start y'all done start my day off wrong. A uh, work through lunch? What? I mean, not work through lunch, but like they told everybody to bring their own food because we were going to eat while we did our meeting. So I didn't come prepared for no damn meeting. I was ready to go get something to eat. So you had to sit there and watch everybody else eat their leftovers from last night. No, luckily <laughs> one of one of my patients that loved me to death heard me fussing about y'all having a meeting and I ain't got no lunch. And they were like, I'll go get you something to eat for lunch. So I'm going to be taken care of regardless. My people going to watch out for me. But it's just a simple fact that y'all should have told me something. Right. They left that out to me. Yeah, it is what it is. But anyway, speaking of pissed off, Midgey, how how bad did my selection do you? Hey, listen, brother, we gonna get to this. If you don't know, the movie that was suggested for the week was Unhinged. It's on Amazon Prime. And let me be clear, this movie. Hey, boo boo. <laughs> Let's be clear. This movie. Unhinged, hey, mom. Piss me off on so many levels that, night. that I can't even explain. First of all, when did Russell <laughs> Crowe start looking like John Goodman off Roseanne? <laughs> Ask Trina. I told Trina he looked like John Goodman. Like, oh, when the hell? He started looking like Roseanne's husband. <laughs> That's what wow. I want to know. Like, did he gain weight for that role? Like, or was I, we already tipping the scale? What's I, going on listen, here? I don't know if he was tipping or sipping or eating. But he looked like John Goodman. I had to take a double take. I'm like, hold on. I know this Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, Crow, yep. I was like, I know this Russell Crowe. Like, I know better. But he's sitting on there looking like, dog, on John Goodman. And John like, Goodman. Right. Like, yo. Then the fact that you, first of all, the previous night, you kill your wife and her husband. And you ride around the city in the same truck that they're looking for, and nobody noticed your truck? That's who he killed? That, yes. Yeah. Why? Did he ever say why? Because she, she divorced him. You never. Right. he went after the oh. divorce lawyer, and he lost everything in the divorce? Yeah. But can we talk about, so somebody's beating down my door with an axe, and I'm coming downstairs. Hey, hey, what's going on here? No. I'm shooting. Right. Seems like she married once. Listen, 
The, the movie has so many tricks for me that piss me off for one. But that's my thing. Like this dude is a, a, a on the run murderer, and he's sitting in traffic, truck on TV, hey, face on TV. Like causing gotta, trouble in traffic. Like they gotta have the same amount of cops him way got. <laughs> because ain't no way, ain't no way he just riding around the city chilling. So looking for shit. I got, I got one better for y'all. Go back and look at that that diner scene. You can see the blood splatter on old boy's shirt. Ain't change his clothes. Hey, Listen, he was definitely. <laughs> People sat in there and watched this man. Beat up and kill this man. Ain't none of these nosy Caucasians no, call the police. Pulled up for an old girl in that truck at the light. He had blood on his shirt and stuff. Then, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna tell y'all. This whole movie could have been prevented if Karen didn't do what Karen does. All she had to do was apologize to that man. Yeah, all she had to do. But she was having a bad day. She was having. Whose fault was it? Who's for all? Oh, let's start this off. Whose fault was it that she was having a bad day? Hers. Hers, because she was late. Okay, because she woke up okay. late. And her son told her, no, I'm already late. Stay, mm-hmm. you know, go the way I told you to go. No, she was the like, The son had more you, sense than the mama. I promise you, um, this is the way. It's clear. Look, it's clear. And I, you upset. And I don't get that. I, I, don't, I don't understand that. So. All he had to do was apologize. Why are you putting your window down if you know the window don't really work well? Like a whole bunch of little holes in that movie made me extremely like it triggered the fuck out of me. Listen. I was so upset because it could have went so many different ways. You could have went to the police station. It, like you and was she sleeping with the was she sleeping with the lawyer? Listen, here, 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 here's another point Night that pissed me off. You go to the school, pick up your son, and the school's on lockdown. The school lets you get your son. And they didn't even send a cop. They And if they did send a cop, they sent one cop to a serial no. killer. No, 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 no. They did send cops, but the cops was coming into the school and she was leaving out because three cars but passed by. But the murderer wasn't at the school. It was at her house. <laughs> hey, my man was serious, <laughs> though. Like, he was different level crazy. Yeah, he he, he was on the mission. But like, he said she, he had to learn today. She learned. <laughs> and listen, fat as he was, how he sneak that phone and get hers? That's what I'm saying, though. That's what it I'm was saying. too many. Like, can we talk about the fact that man. there was there would be no storyline, legit storyline, if he would not have gotten her phone and her contacts and all of her information. Right. And then she tried to play him like a that, you Kill the lady that fired me, like, oh yeah, I'm really gonna go after right. the person you told me to go kill. Like, come on, man. It was just too hey. many, it's too many hey. things that pissed me off. Hey, he fucked the brother girlfriend up. Yo, he pushed her into No, before he even got her to the knife, she was fucked up. Uh, hey, yeah. He was an equal opportunity ass kicker. I'm gonna tell you that he fucked women, he fucked up churn, and he ain't spared the broad for nobody. He did because he was beating the hell out of little boy at the end of the movie too. Now he was fucking him and the mama up. Yeah. <laughs> I he ain't give no fuck, that little boy. Hey man, 
Uh, that movie pissed me off, man. I'm sorry. Because too many things this, she, too many things she could have done to prevent all of this. All of this. Could have prevented all of this. But I, did you drive more cautiously? I, did you sleep after watching it? Both of y'all, did y'all I, drive more cautiously? You, you both of y'all know how I ride. <laughs> that whole <laughs> would have been shut short the moment he'd have bumped my truck. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, you ain't got no pistol. You you ain't going to Listen, the police. Like, the dude, the, the the tough guy at the gas station, he deserved that. Yeah, you trying to be captain to save him, and ain't that, I ain't mind your business. That ain't has shit to do with you. Ain't and once that drive off, why you gonna walk across the front of his truck like you a tough guy? Ain't mind your business. Ain't Carl, the Carl and Karen movie. <laughs> Can we talk about how he was beating the hell out of her bumper in jam traffic and nobody tried to stop? No, nobody intervened? Nobody called phone, cops? Man. And that's a nut. See? Now, now I did like I did like the beginning of the movie how they show how people are so stuck in their own world with driving and social media that they don't pay attention and you see all the accidents and shit happen. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a mind blower. I'm like, damn. Like, really? People living like that? I mean, Sasha, Sasha, you watch whole movies. Look, I'm on 95. I don't have to make no turns. I'm on straight autopilot. I'm driving straight and I'm in the fucking slow lane. I can watch my movies on 95. Now, if I'm riding through the city and town and shit, I'm I'm not going to try to pull it that much. But if I'm long distance driving, I ain't going to lie to y'all. Yeah, I have it right there on the dash where I can glance down, glance back up, glance down, glance back up. I'm good. Now, don't hey, y'all but, use this a future but, testimony against me if I get in a lawsuit or some shit. But or I'm I, a great driver. I absolutely must say it wasn't. I think it was a pretty good movie. It, mm-hmm. it, it was one of those on the edge of your CD. Thrilling was a pretty good movie, yo. You know? I, I it was a whole lot of white privilege involved in that, but you know. I give I'm gonna you that if, too. If, if the movie make you think and make you change any aspect of your daily life, I feel like it accomplished what it needs to accomplish. Because at the end of the day, you never know who's on their fucking damn last straw. Right. You don't know who who the motherfucker just they wife just left them, took the dog, divorced them, took the kids, lost their job. Now they gotta get vaccinated and shit, and they don't want to. And now I'm just fucking pissed off, and I don't give a fuck about the world no more. So you, it made you think about it. So I, I enjoyed it. Shit was crazy to me. Excuse my language, y'all, but ain't no puss in the world that good to make me do all that. Sorry. Right. <laughs> hey, it, was, it was some underlining issues. No, I think he was mad like, yo, like you, because remember he was telling her like, oh, did you cheat? Did you step out? Did you do this? Mm-hmm. Did you do that? So he was all like, apparently, you know, some things happened that already built up to his frustration. Right. right. So when she was telling him, oh, we, my husband, we're getting divorced, blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, so did you cheat on him? Did you do this? Did... So he was taking out more of his anger on her because he was seeing right. his situation with her. Like, who's the guy? Like, oh, you seeing the lawyer? Are you sleeping with the lawyer? So well, I still don't know if she did or not. Which I don't think he was. Lord I was think her lawyer was fucking. I think they were fucking. <laughs> well, well, he ended that. Like, 
Like, like Trina pointed that out. He, he, and like, look how look how crazy she went after she realized he killed the lawyer. Like, like that ain't just no normal. Damn, you killed my like divorce lawyer. Got now I gotta find another you one. You ain't flip that bad. Okay. Okay. The way he killed the sister in law. Yeah, we already talked about oh, that. Y'all yeah, did? He, okay. he fucked her up. <laughs> yeah, I felt so bad for her. He fucked up. That Yo. that guy, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be in diapers the rest of his life after that traumatic experience. <laughs> Brother ain't never gonna be right. Uh-huh. Oh, this girl did. Yeah, he fucked up. I mean, okay. like I said, that movie had me upset. But you know, but I I kind of think that's what the what they what what they were going for when they wrote that movie. They wanted to piss people off. With oh, they had to. Well, they successfully did it, it with me. Very good job. They successfully did with me because I was upset at numerous, numerous times of this movie. Yo. Like, yo, if that was a black guy, we would have saw a whole different level of aggression. The movie would have ended in traffic. Like, listen. Right. (laughs) That guy's ram would have been on every TV. Remember when the cops... What's that? Remember when the cops shot him? Uh Uh-huh. That was a black guy. He would have got shot center mass in the back. That, yeah, that. you know, they 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 aim get a whole lot better when it's a melanin in the skin. You feel me? Listen, that movie <laughs> like it wouldn't have made it that far though. He would the movie would end it right in traffic. Especially <laughs> not with a white woman. Right. The movie. He would have never made it out that damn diner. Never made it out he, the diner. He wouldn't have got to the diner. He would have never he made got it. To the, yep. He wouldn't been driving around the city like everything all good. Like, where now, was the police? <laughs> now, I got to blame the lawyer a little bit for his own death. If you fucking this woman, why are you not aware of who of her friends are? Like, it just didn't seem weird to you. Right. Like some dude comes sit down and tell you all about her. And he was and already like nervous. He was, clearly he was already nervous. Mm-mm. So, I mean... Okay, and then when he said, take my phone, I guarantee if you call this number, she'll answer. Mm-hmm. So she won't answer for me, but she's going to answer for a person. I never heard you mention it before in your life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. That, that, I, I didn't like that. What else I didn't like? Did you see when she was, he was chasing her and she was on the phone with 911. They was like, hey, all of our police is going to the accident. Oh, you on your own. That's Who the fuck? That pissed me off. Could- how I was like, did they just tell this bitch? She was We're like, on no, a- he caused the accident. <laughs> He's the serial killer y'all been looking for. You like, ma'am, look, you got to get off the phone because we trying to handle, we, we, we trying, trying to get everybody over this bad accident. Like, yo, like, we, we ain't talking about the dude we've been talking about all morning and all night. Okay. <laughs> when that happened, me and Winston yelled at the same time, bitch, he caused the accident. Okay. Dog, I'm telling you, the writers. Oh. That movie had uh, me so mad, man. Like, worst law enforcement <laughs> in history. I'm telling you, boy. That movie, oh, God. Like, unhinged. If you haven't seen it, check it out, please. Yeah, Unhinged. It's on It's on Amazon Prime. I would Russell suggest... Crow. Yeah, Russell Crowe. I hey, can't hey. remember the, the, the actress's name. Oh, but her she name did... is Karen. Her real name huh? is Karen. Perfect name. Line. Her real name is Karen. I was her real name. name. You know Amazon Prime show you their names. At yeah. The her mm-hmm. real name is Karen something. Let me not disrespect her in her her Karen role. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> she played it perfectly. By, by the way, speaking of Karens, mm-hmm. your boy went viral on TikTok. 
Oh, explain. Yeah, I saw you post that. Tell me about it. Uh, you know how they do the little clips where they say, name one thing you probably get a lot of hate for if you said out loud. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But my statement was is we should stop explaining shit to Karen's and slap the fuck out their ass. Yeah, I said it. Mm-hmm. And as of right now, 57,000 people agree with me. Wow. Wow. Stop explaining shit to their ass. Wow. Slap the fuck out of them. And if that become a trend, I bet you a trend to Karen's mind and they fucking business are happy. You're gonna get a whole bunch of motherfucking people killed and shot though. You know you can't you know you can't slap a Karen in 2021. You can't slap a Karen for no reason. You're gonna get shot. I just watched, hold up. In the past three days, I watched a Chinese man karate kick the shit out of one. I watched <laughs> I watched a black dude who was minding his business on the back of a truck. One walk up and slapped him drunk. He slapped the fire out of her ass. And then I watched another Karen slap the fire out of another Karen. So yeah, it can happen. <laughs> It can be a trend. Huh? It could be a trend. Because <laughs> listen, it's going to come a time where these folks going to have to say, okay, we now have to charge these women for falsifying these reports mm-hmm. because it's causing people to get hurt. Right. Here's one thing us as black people, I want us to understand. People don't fuck with people that hit back. You're right. And black people are the most forgiving beings on this planet. That is correct. They fuck with North Korea because you know why? North Korea drop a nuke. They don't. They don't <laughs> fuck with uh, Korea because you uh, with, with uh, Japan because you know why? North Korea uh, because Japan bought some shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. People don't fuck with people that you know gonna fight back. You're right. And until we fight back, is what we're gonna go through. Aren't, didn't they already pass the Karen Act, or they're on on the way of passing the Karen Act? Because I've heard of that. What is it? it uh, uh, what you just said that they can't go and falsify a police report that they're going to charge you if you. Yeah, I'm right. You know what I'm saying? So I need to look that up. But there, I think there there's a Karen Act either on the way or they're waiting for it to be signed in the legislation. But it's up there on the table. They, they should have signed that before they signed the Chinese People Act because they racist too. Yeah, they're right. They got their hate bill, hate crime bill, way before ours. Real quick. And they don't start shit since COVID. Okay, that 40 acres in the mule, we still waiting, boy. (laughs) But see, you want to know why they did that? Why? Because people got a whole country behind them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Africa behind us? Huh? Africa don't care. Africa behind us? They don't like us. Now, see, we, we got to stop looking at Africa as one continent because Africa is a bunch of different nations. A couple of, a couple of those nations fuck with us. Mm-hmm. But, but as a whole, mm-hmm. they look at us like we're the spoiled Americans. They don't yeah. know that we've been through. We're westernized, we, basically. Or yeah. shit, all just on a different level. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to get preachy or nothing, but, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, we all from Donnelly, but I'm from the projects. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that peaceful shit didn't work where I was brought about. Mm. Somebody slapped you, you better slap them the fuck back, or you got to go in the house and deal with your mama. Yeah, that part. Hope y'all know my mama. Mm. Yeah. 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 I ain't want the problems, man. So I was just raised differently. You're like, 
I've never been the one to start shit, but if you start with me, I'm guaranteeing you. I'm going to finish it. And I'm going to end that shit. Yeah. It's, cra- it's crazy because you might have a point because, like, you see it all the time. Like, all this filming is filming, filming, filming. It ain't doing nothing. Listen. Like, you're not even Listen, marching didn't start with Martin. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We've been marching. What has it gotten us? It's gotten us bills that say they can plow through them motherfuckers if they're in the road. Yep. It got it got us hoes. They got us attacked by dogs. Got us fucking beat, hit, like, kick, listen, spit on. You, know? you got to understand the monster you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Fair point. The monster you're dealing with. You got a point. I ain't trying political, but you got to understand the other way. And everywhere, Caucasus. Caucasian males land everywhere, they tear it up. Yeah. When dealing with a virus, okay, when dealing with a virus, do you uh say, oh, it'll go away. Let's let's uh treat the treat the virus with peace. What you do? You fight back with some theraflu or some antibiotics, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's just how I feel about that. And that whole shit with that movie could have been nipped in the bud if they'd have handled that virus off top the same way they handle us. I agree. I totally agree. Y'all knew what y'all was signing up for. I ain't got no filter. <laughs> <laughs> let me let out the little disclaimer. This is those facts opinion, not the opinion of two and a half guys. You notice they was quiet as fuck the whole time. Now nah, we saying you get your thing off, man. That's all. It was me. We was letting you get your thing off, man. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm saying. That's what we was doing, man. We didn't want to interrupt, man. But, hey, I want... If Sasha whole... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got enough smoke in the city with these folks. I don't need to add extra to it. Uh, so, though. Yes, sir. I finally watched Space Jam 2. I know Rose ain't never seen Space Jam 1. So I ain't even going to include her in this conversation. Why is people giving LeBron such a hard time, man? Because people hate people that's doing better than them. Simple as that. I, I don't get it, man. Like, it's not like Space Jam One was an Oscar award-winning Listen, movie. He's on Space Jam One. You could tell Michael Jordan was reading off the cue card. Yeah, so that's my thing. And like, I mean, it's not. It's like Space Jam One or Two isn't the greatest of movies. But they one, had, they acted like Jordan deserved an Oscar. For one, they're kid movies, and I personally like the plot of both. I Bruh. really like the plot of the LeBron movie, to be honest with you. Bruh. It was whole grown men, whole grown men. I'm talking about rust ass. <laughs> hey, man, you know how it goes, man. Talk about they kids didn't like it. Well, your kids didn't like it because they saw that you didn't like you it. You didn't like right. it, that part. You understand what I'm saying? If your ass wasn't there and them kids got a chance to sit down and watch the movie, I probably enjoyed enjoy the movie because it was well written. It involved everything that these kids are into right now. Mm-hmm. Technology, video games, discrepancy with how parents are raising their children. Mm-hmm. Forcing them to do something that they did. Parents force that you might not want to do. You know what I'm saying? That you might not want to do. So, Like, man, come on, man. Like, like, like LeBron is not... Denzel or Will Smith, I didn't expect that. Right. I knew it was gonna be Listen. I knew it was gonna be corny lines. I knew it was gonna be, you know, cheesy stuff, but that's what is expected in a Warner the Brothers whole, movie. The whole 
the whole Looney Tunes situation was built on cheesiness. Right. So I didn't. I don't. I, I didn't see why all oh, this this trash. Like, come on, man. Was, but no, but if you think about it, like when the first Space Jam came out, we didn't have social media. We didn't have a, the ability to get on a platform and just share your views with how much Michael Jordan acting fucking sucked or how stupid the movie was. And then somebody can go and share that 50,000 times in, in five minutes. So that's the difference between space jam one and space jam two is <laughs> it's easily accessible for me to tell the world, I hate this. And you find other people that have that same mentality. And now it's, yeah, it sucked. It sucked. It sucked. It's a fucking kids movie. But I know, didn't even watch neither one of them, but, but know, I know it's a kids movie. Social media do that with a person. They, for instance, like it was a theme where everybody was saying, Oh, J. Cole is born on social media, and that was like the theme that was gonna run with it. It was gonna, Oh, J. Cole make music to sleep really? to, this and that, and like, everybody, like their opinion matters on social yeah, media. So, once it starts running, everybody starts saying it's like everybody gotta say the same thing, like, like no, you, don't have to, you don't have to say anything, like, right? Like, shut up and be like, Okay, that's cool. like what Sasha was saying, um. Social media has led everybody to believe that their opinion matters. Their opinion matters. And what's crazy is seven out of ten people follower, follower, follower mentality. Mm-hmm. Want to be seen. It's like I gotta go viral. That's my that's think, everybody's think, ultimate. Think, goal. Of, think of this shit right here. Imagine if we had access to social media when they decided to fucking let flex and Flex, whatever his damn last name is, play Michael Jackson. Do you know how he would have been fucking canceled? His career would have been him, casting directors, the writers, the television uh, company that came that brought it out. Everybody would have been canceled if we was was it Flex Alexander? Yeah, that's the worst (laughs) casting I've ever seen in my life. People still talking about it. That's how bad it was. Flex Alexander is about six five. Michael Jackson was every bit of five ten, five eight, five nine. No, Michael was tall. Oh, Michael's like six two. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Michael's yeah. tall. Yeah, Trina told oh, me Michael's okay. like six three, six four, if I'm not mistaken. Michael's really? tall. Okay. Mm-hmm. But still, Flex Alexander looks nothing like you got him mixed up with Prince. There you go. That that might be my thing. But Flex you know? looks nothing like Mike. Didn't show any acting chops. Not saying he's a bad actor. He to didn't them, any chops to pull that off. Them, it, to them, he did. No, he was cheap, <laughs> and they didn't need somebody affordable to play that role. <laughs> they tried. Okay, the time then he was six three. Okay, so they they were uh they were looking for somebody with some ch- uh somebody who's cheap that they could find and play that role. <laughs> hey, that's what that was about. I swear they'd have done better letting Jason Weaver just go through the whole goddamn. <laughs> now the Michael Jackson American Dream, that American Dream, Jackson Five American Dream, they did great casting. Excellent. They did, they did great. but I guarantee you, if we had social media back then, it would have been a handful of people that hated the movie and would have been on the internet talking about how stupid it is, or the fact that we gotta wait every two nights to watch the second part. Uh, but you know, you know now, what I'm saying? Now with it stuff was- coming out. Uh, you can watch a whole see a whole season in one shot sit down. You know, I spoil this. Like sometimes, like even with like say Ozark or Narcos, sometimes I have to go back and get a refresher from the last right. episode because right. I don't mm-hmm. watch it in one week. 
And I right. got a whole year for it to come back. So it's good in a way, but then it's bad yeah. in a way. Because like right now, I'm sitting there trying to think like, like I remember Ozark vividly. Mm-hmm. But like when Snowfall come back, will I remember everything that happened in Snowfall? Like, like, oh, no. like Wentworth. Wentworth come back. Will I remember everything that happened in Wentworth? I don't, I don't really recall. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's stuff like that that is good for TV. Then it kind of ruined your TV experience because now I don't have to sit down and wait. Like, like, like y'all, like Rose was saying, like, I'm just waiting to all the make it go on Netflix and I'm just binge watch it. And I'm a binge it. I, don't have to I, I can't it wait. Because now it's yep. on Netflix, season three is now on Netflix. And I'm binging tonight. You should see y'all know. everything that I watched over this past couple months. Y'all know something? Two- I, I love talking this movie shit with y'all. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> It's like, crazy, man, because some of the, the stuff I never thought about. The, the difference in opinions and being able to listen to each other and right. like agree to, to disagree. To or, disagree, yep. It's it's this is dope right here. This is dope. Okay. So speaking of speaking about agreeing to disagree, let's talk about this the baby shit. Because we touched on it a little bit and you mm-hmm. kind of were agreeing with what him and TI is saying, uh Dose Stacks. I don't agree with it. So, so let's let, let's hit that. Understood. All right. Um, so for those I, who don't know, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, Mitch, go I, ahead. I don't know. So you have to break down because I uh, don't keep up. I try to stay away from when I see stuff like that. I be like, man, I ain't watching. No I mean, loud rant. I'm a, I'm gonna keep it a bug with you. It don't affect me either way. This, that, or the third, because that man will continue to make his money. We're gonna continue to do our thing. But I do absolutely, absolutely feel like cancel culture gets focused on the wrong people. Okay, so, so you took your coverage you, on the baby. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker just done some dumb shit. That motherfucker just done some dumb shit. I, I'm talking about that affects yeah. not just the gay community or the black community. I'm right. talking about humanity. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, let's see, this is the, the device of tactics that they use. That's it. All right. So you touched on the fact that they because what I went off is the little clip that they showed, and I understand logistics and logics and optics of how they can put like a five second clip of something yeah. that somebody's saying completely yeah, like, take it out of context. So, explain to me what exactly he, happened that led him told, to rant like that. He was explaining to people how happy they should be in this moment in time. He was like, If you showed up here today, and you like, he started off with some not saying verbatim, like. If you could stand up right now, that's a blessing. If you walked in here, that's a blessing. If you didn't come in here with cancer, just then the third, he worded it completely wrong. And I do not, and I do okay. not, I do not agree with what he's doing, but I do also understand the adrenaline of being on stage. Mm-hmm. The adrenaline of, of have, being on stage with marijuana in your system. Mm-hmm. The adrenaline of being on stage with alcohol and whatever else he had in his system. Now, right. he Absolutely worded it wrong, but should we be focusing on it and talking cancel and all that? No, because oh. Lil Nas X, <laughs> Lil Nas X, and I've, I've well, all the spoke video. Well, all spoke with everybody, but nobody got a problem with it. Nobody's offended to the visuals that he's putting about, but they're offended about the four and a half second clip and a whole mm-hmm. three minute rant that the baby had you feel me mm-hmm. so can i can i rebut you right quick can i do a Please. rebuttal 
Please. So you just, I heard everything that you said and all of that makes sense because like I've never been on stage high with adrenaline and shit. You have, you understand what I'm saying? So I can't talk to that. But what I can say is he had a chance to double down or apologize if he felt that it came out wrong. Man, and he was like, he apologized for everything to the gay community, Sasha. I'm sorry. But but this the thing, though. What he, did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said today or yesterday, whenever not. the hell he said it? I did he basically not. said that he wasn't, he didn't feel sorry for what he felt. That he don't have an issue with gay people, but his gay people ain't the ones that's getting HIV and AIDS and that's nasty with it. What kind of fucking response is that? It, hey, that's how he felt about it. I can't, I can't speak for that man, but Everybody ain't about to be apologizing for every for for, for, for every little thing they say, Sasha. Look, I'm just talking about the fact that you're not pushing humanity or even the African American agenda closer by you saying some shit like that. Because I just understand what he meant by it. Could you break it down a little bit more? Because I haven't heard his rebuttal to the situation. I have not. So maybe if you could explain it to me a little bit more, I'll understand it a little bit more. But like true. And then, and that's another point, like Jessica Ellaby said, um, so I don't know if y'all know, because, you know, him and Meg made a couple songs that fucking popped. Him and Meg were supposed to make yeah. and was good. And then he went, I think, like a month or two ago. And, and Tory Lanez. Yeah. And then Meg had an issue with it. You know what I'm saying? And instead of him apologizing to the woman that you've been working with, that y'all made a lot of fucking money and music, brought good shit, feel good music to. Oh, her new you know, Once again, you doubled down and was pretty much like she need to get out her feelings and fuck this and fuck that. So you're okay with collaborating with the man that she said shot her. Okay, but here's the thing. Allegedly. A week later, she was twerking on the WAP video. Barefoot. We got to stop incriminating people before they've been proven wrong. I do not agree with I like, listen, if he hit her, touched her, shot her, any of that, I do not agree with it. Let's let's get that clear. Okay. But she don't pay none of the baby bills. They ain't label mates. They ain't fucking. They, and listen, there's no friends in that industry. And who the hell knows what happened behind the scenes to let him gotcha. to do that song with Tory Lanez? Who knows what money he's made with Tory Lanez prior to working with Meg Thee Stallion? I can tell you this right here. Me knowing the, my friendship and, and the strength of your character and who you are and how close I am to you, if a bitch come and, and fucking damn punch you in the face, throw grease on you or some shit like that, and you say to publicly that, hey, this bitch did this shit and I don't rock with that, and if you, you know what I'm saying, if you support me and what I'm about and, and my agenda as a black man that's trying to bust my ass, then you wouldn't support somebody that tried to fuck me over or try to cut my fingers off so I can't cook anymore. I'm going to go off for what the fuck you say. I'm not going to go and fucking damn play badminton with the bitch that tried to cut your <laughs> fingers off or put your fingers in fucking grease. Like, fuck her to I me. Agree, you understand but, what I'm saying? So it's just a respect type thing to yeah, me. Yeah, and but, even when her boyfriend tried to check him about, you know, how are you coming after a, a black female? We're supposed to protect black women. We've touched on this subject many times before, how we are the most underrated, un, unappreciated, unprotected un of 
of all species. And instead of you apologizing, even if you was on some business mind, because I get that. Maybe the bag was bigger if you collaborated with Tori. You could have reached out to Meg privately or publicly, however you want to do it, and let her know, hey, no hard feelings, sis. I rock with you. I thank you. I'm all about you. But this is what the bag is. I'm not necessarily asking for your permission, but I'm going to let you know this is what I'm thinking about doing. And obviously, the way she responded to it, he did none of that. And OK, now, to my knowledge, the song was done prior to the situation with Big and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem she had with it was them clearing the song. So it wasn't like he went and like, oh, I'm get a studio session with him after making all this money mm-hmm. with me. And mm-hmm. it's just like I say, yo, Meg don't pay none of the baby bills. It's a whole lot of inner workings between in between these offices and mm-hmm. these um and, and these labels. Once mm-hmm. those contracts are signed, the art is really out of the artist's hands. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Them white folks over them labels don't give a fuck about Meg and the baby beefing because it makes money for them regardless, right? Once again, what does that have to do with him being a friend? If she felt that me, you, and some brothers... Say it again? Who says they were friends? And Apparently, she said it. She said it. I've never heard him say that. And then, peep this. At the same concert that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. he brought out Meg... Eight minutes before he brought out Tory Lanez. Really? Yeah. You see, I didn't see that, so I don't know. I don't know. So, 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 so Megan, uh, Megan actually came out with him and came out and him. did the songs and all. And eight minutes I, later, he brought out uh, you, you know the uh, when people put on the uh, costumes, the baby costume. Yeah. Came out with that. a baby costume dancing and shit. They like, I bet y'all don't know who this is. I bet y'all don't know who this is. And it was Tory Lanez. So you think Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion didn't bump into one another backstage? Eight minutes mm-hmm. apart? So therefore, I I, if we, don't, we don't know the background right. behind this stuff. Like, we just don't. And me, just low-level dealing with labels and stuff. Just low-level. Like, never, like, didn't want to sign no contract. Like, no. Shit get funky, y'all. Shit so I'm going to need, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need you to send me that link because I every radio station that I heard talking about it this morning, nobody mentioned Megan Thee Stallion being a special guest and being that's, on stage with him. That's what they I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I can see that that's, you know, controversy sells. So send me the yeah. link. And I don't have a problem apologizing because if she no, was, no, 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 you went on stage and if she went on stage and performed with the baby after all the stuff that she said, and obviously they worked something out behind the scenes, or like you said, money talks and labels is pretty much like put that shit to the side, go do what you gotta fucking do. And I can stand by what I, you know, what I'm saying I can about face and apologize. I that have was, an issue. That, that was rolling loud. That's the biggest festival, the biggest platform that right. as far as like a stage goes. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest platform. The only thing larger than that would have to be Madison Square Garden or on the actual internet. Coachella. I thought it was that rolling loud. Now she was saying oh, no, Coachella like, is. Like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, it's, yeah. it's at the same magnitude yeah, yeah, yeah. of. Like, yeah. But I mean, like at the moment, like, you mm-hmm. know, but, you know, I mean, really, I totally agree with everything you said. And if they were friends, like she said, they were friends, then yes, he was wrong for working with Tory Lanez if he had done it after the situation. 
but the song was done prior to them mm-hmm. even having that altercation. And I totally agree. Like if Tory Lanez touched the hair on that black woman, then he should be out of the industry. Not just out of the industry, but out of a job. Don't even let him produce nothing. Yeah, I agree. And I agree. I that, but we can't incriminate somebody till everything has come out. Okay, so real quick, I just went and, and Googled it. Mm-hmm. Megan didn't perform with the baby. Megan performed before the baby performed. And she did, she, she did, he, she came, he came on after Meg, and then he brought Tory Lanez out. So they're saying pretty much like he, he decided to be messy by bringing Tory Lanez out, performing after Megan The Stallion performed. So once again, well, disrespect, disrespect and dismissal to the black woman. That's all I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. like homophobic, misogynistic. Um, no, like, what was your source? Like, oh, my source? All I did was typed in, did Megan Thee Stallion perform with the baby at um, Rolling Loud in Miami? And when you pop that up, it, 22 hours, like all of the all the articles are pretty much saying that he brought out the baby after Megan performed Tory her Lane. set. The ba- excuse me, yeah, he brought out Tory Lane. So Megan performed her set. She did not perform with the baby. The baby came out and performed, and then he brought Tory Lanez out as a guest on his set. And mm-hmm. it was like that was messy for him to do that right after Megan Thee Stallion did her set. So, and like I watched, I watched me and Trina watch this performance, and I saw when they played one of the songs that him and Meg did, and Trina was like, Megan ain't even out there to perform with him, which is why I was like, I, she wasn't there. I didn't see her perform. His was even messier than him bringing old buddy out. It was messy of the concert promoters to put them back to back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, it's, like, just a, it's just a sticky situation, and like, like, like I but, but, but I don't know what's who, gonna come up this like far this, as court wise. Who wins at the end of the day? Regardless, the labels, right, right. That's all. Because y'all saying. getting the music y'all wanted, y'all promoting yep. the music, and it's just gonna bring more money to y'all pockets. Like giving giving the baby or Meg or Tori. $30,000 to appearance at this Rolling Loud doesn't compare mm-hmm. to the millions y'all make off playing Crybaby on TikTok right. and on right. Instagram over and over and over again. So, it, you know, it's a little And I'm pretty situation. sure the, the promoters knew what they were yeah, doing. Yeah, they knew. And they it knew was that. fucking messy. And, yeah, and, and yeah. they got the people talking, obviously, because yeah, it's all over, was all over their, the internet. That probably was one of their selling things. Oh, we're going to have Tori and Meg and the baby out there. And the baby. And so yep. that sold more tickets. Like, oh, controversy sells. Because guess what? Here's something else I know. The baby ain't powerful enough to say who could come on stage with him unless he get clearance. Mm-hmm. That's why when you see I them know, on stage, they have one entourage member, they DJ. It don't be their whole crew up there. Yeah. And if it is mm-hmm. involved, they got a feature on a song. They got to get clearance for insurance. So them labels knew, knew Tory Lanez was there. Yeah. Yep. Knew what the setup was. I I'm just want to sure. see what's gonna happen court wise with this whole situation. Like another situation right. like fact- that nobody talks about is like the Tax Stone Troy Ave stuff. Like it just seemed like that just went completely away. Like I don't even know what's happening. Like I know the court system backed up because of COVID, but like you know these are things that you remember. These are like staples mm-hmm. in your mind. Like Meg getting shot. She was on the rise. She's still on a plateau. She's up. Still, yeah. Oh man, like. And she was gorgeous on the. She was 
drop dead gorgeous on the cover. Sports Illustrated. Right. So, so she's basically she's basically the new Rihanna. Because you remember after Rihanna and Chris Brown, Rihanna took off and Chris kind of he kind of nosedived a little bit and then he started he it took him longer. Still play the cocaine. And I've always said, like if Chris Brown would have said on a straight and narrow, he would have been Michael Jackson's dad right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because the way he was up ticking, like he was he was loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that assault really kind of, and it didn't even knock him off too much because people still love Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And songs he make are still, he right. still got hits. But it's like. He's it, now, huh? if you feature, he's the feature king. Like he probably oh, did, yeah. like oh, yeah. features last year. Yeah, so you think about that. Like if, if he had that clean cut, that clean cut image, He'd been up he, there in that status, man. He got that clean cut. He got that clean, that pure cut. <laughs> he, hey, that pure, I don't, he got I don't think Chris, the Chris Brown that we're seeing now would not be the Chris if he would have never went through that scandal. That <sighs> scandal, I think it fucked him up. It did. It fucked him up. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I remember him when he finally, like, people finally kind of like, okay, well, let's let him back in was when he did that MJ tribute at the Michael Jackson Diver. Oh, on that BBC. MTV. And, and he was oh. fucking crying on stage. He couldn't even sing um, Man in the Mirror. And it's kind of like, you know, he like, I'm just crying my soul out. I just want to be back. I, like, you know what I'm saying? I fucked up. Please forgive me. And that's when people started being like, okay, well, let's give the, he's a young guy. He made a fucking mistake. Let's give him another chance. You know what I'm saying? So for a grown man, or I don't know. Yeah, he was grown at the time. For a grown man, he was like 19, to be on stage, boo-hoo fucking crying like that till he can't even sing the song. It fucked with him. Yeah, to did. see people turn on him the way it turned the, the way they turned on him because he was clean, baby face Chris Brown. Yeah, okay. He hit that rehab. You start seeing tattoos. You start seeing cocaine. Yeah, you start, start seeing all this. Yeah, like tempers. Were, uh, tempers flying. It him up. Like, he, we would not have the Chris Brown today if he would have never went through that shit with Rihanna. I just think they he's have, one of the most they, talented individuals I've seen. Both of them had both of them had a lot on their plate. They were supposed yeah. to be college eating noodles, not. Going through the shit yeah. that they through. Right. right. And and you know the rumors behind why it happened. Mm-hmm. I've seen people react worse to less. Not not condoning or you know what I'm saying, none of that. Cause like I told y'all, I've never hit a woman. I've never touched a woman. None of that. That's not my thing. I'll leave you fussing with a swinging door before it gets to that. Right. Feel me? Right. So you just gotta understand, like them folks were dealing with a lot, and you give me something like that, I can't get away with. Can't get away from. Um, and we know Rihanna got slick mouth. Oh, don't tell yes, what she do. Look, bad no, girl, re. And no not te- only that, you know that no, they got they got temperament. They they gonna hit the fuck out of you. Ain't like, egos. Like who? Like who knows what the fuck she said to that boy in that Lamborghini. She she hit him. She fucked him up. She hit him first, in which I don't condone it. Because he has like, too. She like honestly, <laughs> if Chris, I don't even know. Did when he when he was going through all of that, did he ever let it be known that she hit him first, or did he just take the licks? He never said anything to my knowledge, and and plus, from what I hear, that wasn't her first time. It like, wasn't the first time. No, people have seen her physically assaulting him. Yeah. Assault- and you know then, what I'm saying? Didn't so, he deal with that with his mom or something like that? Yeah. He he his he watched his mama get beat down. 
as he was growing up. So at the end of the day, the cycle repeats and I don't condone hitting a woman at all. You know what I'm saying? Now I've hit a couple of bitches in my day. Okay. But we, but we both, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I'll stay far I don't know, away from that. Stay man. away from it. Y'all, y'all boys don't respond to this. I'm out I don't, I don't believe in a woman hitting a man. I don't believe, I believe in keeping your hands to yourself. Yeah. Don't hit nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm letting my son know if y'all daughters pop hit my damn son, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna teach him to walk away. Okay. Now if you hit him again, son. <laughs> uh, I don't even. Hey, I'm just lucky. Uh, I got like a whole violent set of female cousins. Ready. That Ready I would to go love. on standby. Listen, listen. I can call right now. It's nine fifty-one. They'll be here by ten twenty-two. <laughs> no more. Ready no more. to. Ready. How do we get on Chris Brown? The baby and, and fucking damn oh, okay. Megan. I was just wondering. Which before we change subject, because I, I can't stay on long, so we need to do top five. But yeah. before top we change five. subject, can I say this? Mm-hmm. The I'm sitting here thinking about it. The fact that he had. Tory Lanez come out in that goddamn teddy bear suit. Imagine that Megan probably walked past the fucking damn mascot in the hey, background and ain't realized it was fucking him. It. And like, he probably was back there dancing his fucking life away, knowing, bitch, you don't know it's me. But listen, here, no more here's my bitch. thing. Okay? Her boyfriend came at the baby, right? Why no, he... the baby came after her, so the boyfriend went after him. So why the boyfriend ain't said on Tory Lanez yet? If he saw him in Miami, I'm just questioning. But he's he's in a, he's in a fucking mascot suit. This is oh, what I'm he, saying. She could have passed by him and been interacting with that did. fucking baby and didn't right. even know it was fucking Tory. Like the promoter's full of shit for that. Oh yeah, he might. He tells. It's a reason why he was like, I bet y'all don't know who the who was in this fucking mascot because he couldn't have walked around backstage knowingly. With Meg Derricks, I'm pretty sure they probably got some kind of. You think they got like a, a restraining order or something like they can't be around each other? Um, it can't be if he, no. he's able to perform while right after she performed. I don't. Listen, that's crazy. They that's would, messy. They, they wouldn't have signed off on the clearance if he had one. But I guarantee you security was on. The security because was made known that he was risk, there. That would have been an insurance risk, right? They didn't want to see that. And if, yeah, they knew what was going on. Yeah. Security messy. knew what was going on. The whole time. And I, yeah. I believe that's why he came out in the baby costume. Right. Yeah. Because it and was I'm telling you, she probably walked and, past him and ain't realized and, that's fucking the motherfucker that shot me. And just like old girl told me when I told him that I didn't like Lil Nas X dancing and all that shit, the song was hot. Mm-hmm. The little mm-hmm. baby in Tory Lane's song is kind of hot. I, I haven't even heard it. I ain't heard it yet. I ain't even heard it. So it popped up on her. I'm sorry. Hey, you know. Hey, it's his yeah. own, man. Maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> well, okay. we come that time of the show where the top five is happening. You know, we're talking about Space Jam. We're going to keep it top five sports movies. Um, this one wasn't that difficult for me, but I could have did just basketball if we be honest. So says the 6A Hooper. I could have just did basketball. All right. That's just me, but I knew I had to throw in a variety, and mm-hmm. I couldn't just do all basketball. So I made I some exceptions, 
But I could have did all basketball, to be honest with you. If we're being honest. But I could have. But you know. Who up first? Basketball and football for me. Who up first? Um, I went first last week, so it's one of y'all. It might be on you, though. Uh, my number five, Sandlot. <laughs> That's a good one. Classic. That's I'm a not good one. biggest baseball fan, but it's so many memorable points in that movie. It, it was a friendship bonding movie, and it's one from my childhood that I enjoyed. So I'm Sandlot for number five. Sandlot no. got a lot of quotables. And <laughs> Sandlot was my number two. <laughs> wow. Damn. Oh, I'm sorry, nah, nigga. Yeah, I good, man. Sandlot got a lot of quotes from you killing me small. So killing me small. The Sultan okay. of SWAT. The Sultan of SWAT. Listen. Sandlot one of my favorite movies. Listen, to the little boy faking like he was drowning to get the kiss and go. Right. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> Sandlot got so many classics. That was my movie. Classic line, classic moments that I had to make it. It was going to be had, on my list regardless. I had the DVD, and I'm sorry for crossing over you, Mitch. Hey, man, I'm it's sorry. all right, man. I knew, I knew it was going to happen. I knew my time was going to come. But just know <laughs> that Sandlot is number two on my list. Damn. Two. But, uh, cool. What's your five? Mine? Yeah. yeah. My number five is Rocky Four, man. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Is that yeah. the Russian? The Russian. Drago. Drago. Specifically, he's Russian. He just came off of killing Creed, Apollo Creed, knocking him out. So, Rocky Four, he got his revenge. Rocky should be brain dead by now, if we're being honest. He was near the end. Because them, them punches <laughs> he was taking back then. Ooh. Near the end of his movies? Right. He was, by the time he fought uh, the, the white boy? Yeah. Tommy? Tommy Gunn? Tommy Gunn. Now they gave him back some of his speech when it came to the to Creed. The, yeah, and the new black guy. It was one with the black guy, right? Yeah. But Rocky Four, man, the Russian, like Dolph Lundgren, who's He Man, one of my favorite movies. Hey, um, yo, crazy how they made him look so big and Dolph Lundgren ain't but like 5'10. That's crazy. But he looked like a monster in that movie. He like a machine, like he would really knock boy, your head. The boy had them good roids. He good had bro- them good roids. Uh, military cut, straight jawline. It was like, man, yo, Dolph can knock somebody. And, and what was his wife, the woman that played Red Sonya? Gita. Mm-hmm. Flavor Flav woman? Yeah. Foofy Foofy. Foofy Foofy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but Dog. Rocky Ford, man, that's, 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 that's specifically one of my favorites because, you know, I used to good watch bit. that. We used to watch that all the time, man. It just, you know, he just was. If he dies, he dies. One of my favorite lines. No, throw the throw the towel. Yeah, so okay. Put the motherfucker the yeah. towel. So okay. Rocky Four is one of my favorite. And like I say, I, I it could have not been my top five, but I threw it in there because it, it was I, my honorable mention. Like I knew that that was one that I watched a lot. So it was my. Oh, James Brown coming to America. Okay. Okay. Well, fucking Creed coming down singing and dancing to him. That shit cool. I'm getting hyped right now thinking about it, boy. I love me some Rocky. Hey, Snapple fact. My uncle, Willie Fulmore Jr., was 
James Brown was one of James Brown's best friends, and mm-hmm. he was in the back in that movie when it was coming down the uh damn lane. Wow. Yeah, Snapple Willie Fulmore. Snapple. Snapple fat buddy. <laughs> and also, Brown, before this. before we continue on, did you know the mother on Raising Canaan is from South Carolina? Yeah, King okay. Street, right? I heard King Street. Salters. Where? Salters. Okay. I'll take it either way. Wow. I'll take yeah, it. Cool. Hey, Carolina, we'll take it. Hey, man, you know, what, I'll take what it. What muscle boy? <laughs> I'll take it. What? Did you like the first episode of Razor Cannon? I think it was dope. I think it was. I'm yeah. waiting on it to up, but I do think it was dope. The, I got to watch the second episode. but The the uh, the uh look of it is A1. Okay. okay. Because, you know, I've been to New York during those times, and the look of a one, the vibe of it is a one. The storyline got to pick up a little bit more. Okay, I said a lot of people that I'm seeing don't. They're not liking it. They're, they're saying, saying it's slow because I watched. I haven't watched the second one, but it's. But they was born too. Yeah. So. What's your number five, Rose? Okay, my number five is where I wrote it at. Oh, my number five is them goddamn bad news bears, Buttermaker. Okay. Like, just to see him go from a drunk and he's like, I don't even want nothing to do with this fucking shit here. Uh-huh. And to seeing him, like, you know, the, the children winning him over. Mm-hmm. I like It was just a real feel-good movie. Like, the Misfits. Yeah. So just that, horrible baseball of- team turn. Yeah. Learn some skill. Yeah. Learn some skill. I even like the remake with uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. I even enjoyed mm-hmm. that one, man. So it, that's a good little series um, no, just a, just a good all good feel good movie. I've seen right. some bad children, um, <laughs> you know, some bad bad children just do, you know, terrible. They do <laughs> terrible and then do well. So bad mm-hmm. news, that's good. That's a good pick. All right. My number four. I'm up. My number four. Yes, sir. Four. Outside of the bad acting from the main character, he got game was dope to me. Number. He got game was dope. Ray Allen could Ray not Allen. act. Ray Allen couldn't act, but I say that been. from the basketball player. But, but it was, oh, it, was yeah, it was dope. Um, the, the the plot of the movie was good. It yeah, along the lines of everything that's going on NCAA. Don't want you get recruiters coming at you. You being the top pick. You being this highly taunted kid, sought after, and you have to go through dealing with gold diggers, agents. Uncles, family, mm-hmm. uh, colleges, you name it. So it was like one of your first looks you've seen, other than blue chips, of seeing like, oh, that's yeah. really how it goes. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you're highly, highly sought after, this is how it really goes. So I um, that's a good pick. Didn't make my list, but it is a great movie. It's right. You know, Spike did his thing in that. Denzel, of course, going to be Denzel, you know. Even name what the Jordan Thirteens after he got game, so you know. So it was all around good movie. So, all right, what's your four? My number four. Remember the Titans. Oh yeah, remember the Titans, Denzel Washington. I mean, it was just a good movie that dealt with racism, seeing two sides of the spectrum come together. Two segregated schools come together for one common goal. And what people don't realize, like, sports brings a lot of people together. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. You know, Some of my those, for those two, for, three hours, you forget, even if you are racist. Like you look at all those Boston fans and uh-huh. areas. For for those moments, you know, you love black people. You hug. If somebody got on the jersey, you hugging, you buying yep. beers, yep. you Not- get them another shot. Like not them Boston niggas. They different. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good, man. Well, and other than Boston, in some of these other areas, you, Free you, when you go, you see how the, you know they're quick to buy beers, quick to buy yep. buy food. Like get them another one, you know stuff like that. So even at bars, like if you have this common theme, like hey, this is my team, mm-hmm. this is my team, and we are going to ride together. It brings a lot yeah. of people together, and I think. That was needed, like you know, this black head coach, mm-hmm. white coach didn't want to work for him, but he knew I had to suck it up and take mm-hmm. it. But then you know, you grow attached to these kids. Me, me for one, being a coach, you grow attached to these kids for real, no right? No matter what they look like, no matter where they right. come from. So you grow attached to them, and then when they were willing to lay it all on the line for you, like, mm-hmm. okay, we really got something. So that's when they buy into the program, right? So remember, you know it's a good thing, like you know. Even though all the barriers they tried, they they went through. Even seeing a man get paralyzed, and yeah, that fucked me up, man. Yeah, that's one of them scenes where you know, like, two of the worst enemies becoming brothers, and it's like, yo, to see him laying in that bed, you're like, man, like, damn, right? That has happened to so many kids. It clear as day, like, as oh man, yeah, that happened to so many kids. That should have been on my list, honestly. So, that movie was it hit and touched on so many right. things. So and I and knew I had to throw a football movie on there, and it could have been any one of them, but I knew Real Titans. Look, hit me and once. think about what Hemingway. That's kind of like Shavis and Batty Park coming together for the common good, and the whole that's city true. getting on each. You know what I'm saying? That's putting true. them on the back and pretty much like, hey, I don't give a that fuck. That was real beat. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that was, was a real. war. Those Shavis. Those yeah, Shavis like you from across the tracks, Batty but when Park you game. get when you put on that blue and white, but when you get ninth grade, hey. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I'm riding with you, so I think that hit different because of that. How we how we was raised, but yeah. It'd be funny to see people that used to do the little chants against in middle school. Now you in high school, and this and y'all got to hang together. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so that that was good. That was one my number four. Good pick. So all right. My number four, I'm, I'm, I don't, I didn't even realize I love baseball movies like that because I don't even like baseball like that. But keeping kind of along bad news bears, being a, a woman and an athlete, a female athlete, I love a league of their own. Okay, the there's whole, no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> That's okay. A good pick. That's a good pick. Fucking damn little Sterling crying ass <laughs> and shit. Like, I just to think about uh, at a, there was a real point in time and just to see that it actually happened because I would have never known like if we didn't have history books and pictures and shit mm-hmm. I would have never known that they actually had female softball players play professional sports because all of the men are, are off fighting the war right yep. and then you see right. all of this you know it's it's a man's world women aren't supposed to play sports. You're supposed to get married and, and have children and, and make sure your husband and the kids, everybody's fed. And you get, especially during that time, like, yeah, I ain't watching the women's baseball. Let me see, bend over. Let me see your butt and all kind of shit. So these motherfuckers die hard cheering by the end of the movie. Right. 
Okay. Right. And in that fucking last scene with Kit and her sister, like I've always been the big sister. Nobody really fought with my little sister. And for her to let that ball drop out her hand because she wanted her sister to finally get the glory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The sacrifice of, okay, I don't really want this. My husband about to come home from the war. I'm about to start a family. But she has nothing but this. So let me sacrifice right. my whole team and what we're trying to do just so that my sister can have some type of, you know what I'm saying? I, I just... That resonated with me, so that's my number four. That was a good pick. That was a good pick. Okay. I really, really like that movie, so it's a good choice. All right. To number three. Three. My number three. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the sport. I don't care for the sport at all. But this movie, Talladega Nights. Ah, oh, that's my two. And I don't fucking watch for the sport, but I, that's my two. Hey. Listen. No, the funniest scene in that movie. Was when he thought he was on fire. <laughs> oh God! And he swung, and and the dude was trying to grab him, and then buddy running. Oh my God! Don't let the imaginary fart. Listen, listen. <laughs> I saw Talladega Nights in Florida. Dog. In the movie theaters, it was raining. You know, it was a non-Disney day, and we decided let's just go to the movie. When I say I laughed. I had a headache. Yo, when he was doing the interview and he couldn't control his hands, he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yo, I was in that movie theater crying. Chip, I'm all jacked up on my own <laughs> There's so many taglines that come from that shit. It's don't funny. put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that I, I on tell, me. I tell, I tell people in a minute, don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Put me it's on, just, on me, Ricky Bobby. As far as on stage, excuse me, on screen comedians, mm-hmm. Bill Farrell is in my top five of anybody. Oh, he can make you laugh. From stepbrothers to just some of the stuff he do. Like, no, he can. Go watch the Weatherman. The Weatherman? The first one. The second yeah, the first one. one. The second one was kind of drawn out. Anchorman 2 was. Anchorman yeah, it was. 2 was I mean, drawn Anchorman. Out. That's what I meant to say. Not Weatherman, Anchorman. Oh, Anchorman that shit. Ron Burgundy. If you ain't first, you last. Oh, God. This is so many quotes from that movie, man. I don't care what part I catch it on, because you know they they show it TBS? on TV. I watch it, yo. TBS, yeah. Look, so. I'm gonna jump on you like a spider monkey, okay? <laughs> fucking spider monkey. Listen, <laughs> oh, I love that fucking movie like that because they're winners. <laughs> yep. Listen, it was good, man. Cal yeah. Norton Jr. Man. Oh yeah. God. Listen. I, yeah, I can't. I can't. That argue. was my two. It didn't make my list, but that's that a good choice. Two. That's a good choice. That's a good choice because there's so I'll many quotes from that movie. It's not. Even. I apologize for taking both of y'all number twos. Nah, I'm hey. sorry, man. It happens, man. Oh. We expect it to happen. So, <laughs> were we on three? Three. My number three. White man can't jump. Oh, white man can't fuck. jump. How did I miss that? Let me tell you how good white man can't jump is. God it made Wesley Snipes look like he could play basketball. And can't hoop at all. And, and throw a rock in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but it made Wesley Snipes look like he was Chris Paul. <laughs> like he was Bro, skipping to my Lou out there. With that same, listen, they only showed him crossover twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that was the, that was the magic of... of, of of a Hollywood. Whoever edited that movie 
deserves a fucking Oscar. They did a good listen. Rosa oh, yeah. Perez trying out for Jeopardy. Just okay. all the back Jeopardy. What's the Quinn? Woody Woody, Woody Harrison having a gambling problem. You know the hustle, the side hustle. My favorite line in the movie. Brothers. Leon, is that you? No, 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 this ain't Leon. Well, he tried to go get money to bet. <laughs> Then he go and lose. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna get my gun and I'm shooting everybody. <laughs> everybody, okay. <laughs> and then to then to find out he got hustled when they lost, just so mm-hmm. just so West can get man. It's just so many things. And then just betting on getting the dunk. White man can't <laughs> jump. It was just like oh, when he finally dunked against Doc and uh, oh, like it was like okay, okay, Willie O. Yeah. So it was just like <laughs> seeing. It was like it was good for me because you know two on two was big. Now he right. was for real. Where yeah. he came, yeah. That's that's what was crazy. Right. So it was. And just... Trina in the comments said Rosie Perez and that side boob. I swear I was in love with that side boob. Rosie Perez on them skates. Listen. Okay. Still right now got a thing for Rosie Perez. <laughs> it was her voice. Between man. between yeah. that and do the right thing, it was I was voice, in love man. with Rosie. It was Perez. her voice, man. Like her her accent, her voice. The way she uh-huh. said things, the attitude. So it was like she was the hot girl. She was J Lo before J Lo. Look, I was just about to say, uh, Rosie walked so J Lo could fly, motherfucker. Right. right. Okay. So, you know, you look she at never that, like, got her. Like Rosie I, was. I almost forgot what show we was on just now. I almost said some shit. <laughs> Say that for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, Trina just said what I was about to say when old boy was talking about I'm gonna get my gun and shoot everybody. Wasn't that uh Ricky's baby mama from Boys in the Hood? Yeah, Black yeah, yeah, Black yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was also in class act. She was fucking with kid on class act. So I mean it was man, you know, it was so it was like it was so many funny parts in that movie, you know, and I just really enjoyed that. So that was my number three because you know, I like basketball. It was going to be on there. It's one of my favorite basketball movies. Good, good, good pick. That's my number good three. Good pick. All right. My number three is fucking loving basketball. Like, you couldn't have been an 80s, 90s kid and, and didn't enjoy the it throwback was... of the first quarter, the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter of their love story. It was okay? Yo, you didn't like loving basketball? You know, but you know what I'm seeing online lately no. is people saying that they didn't like loving basketball. Really? That has so, been that's been like a, a, a underlining theme on so you know how when people say stuff be like, yo, love basketball wasn't that good. Shit. Me personally, I like how it I like the movie. I don't particularly love the movie. Okay. But I like the movie how it went. Because Owen Epps can't once again another dude who can't can't put throw a rock in the ocean. Here's, <laughs> here's what I don't like about it is that they tried to cloak a love movie into a basketball movie when neither one of them could really hoop. I mean, but she it made, she did a better job than him. Way better job, but I, I like I like the trajectory of it because she was a female athlete. She had to work herself up, and, and I like the turn. Yeah. It throws upon itself. I it like the turn. I like that. Like he was that like dude. That. He was that dude all through high school. He was uh-huh. the man. And as soon uh-huh. as he didn't get the love, and she started getting it, he kind of fell back. Hey, yeah. I um, I um, Peter say on um, Family Guy, it loads upon itself. <laughs> Even though he said it was hype more than it actually was. Like love it's, basketball was. 
it was good. Like, and I have it written down, but I knew it was gonna get in my top five because it didn't do it. Well, see, Trina said loving basketball is every stud's favorite damn movie, so maybe that's why. Okay, because I was a baller, I was a hooper, I fucking love loving basketball, and I damn it love finalizing. So it was up here. It is my fucking three. I love me some damn loving basketball. Okay, I want somebody to play for my goddamn heart. Okay. And I, think, and I think that's the part. And I think well, the most thing we get out of that is the Maxwell song. This woman's work. Yeah. yeah. That's what Look, I remember she, most. She did playing. it in grandma's. She had on grandma's pearls, y'all. She was giving it up with grandma's pearls on. I remember saying that like, not with granny pearls on, bitch. Take them off. <laughs> Yeah, Granny gave it up with the pearls on. You don't know that. It was tradition. You don't know that. It was tradition, man. It was tradition. That ain't no damn. Y'all ain't gonna put that on her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's your number three. That's that's my number three. Love basketball. Know what you got to, man. My number two, Sunset Park. Time to get live. It's time to represent Sunset Park. What time is it? Hey. Yo, it was CMS. What time is it? Listen. Okay. That was my shit. Um, the look things have to be genuine for me to like it. And that movie had the look. Mm-hmm. Fridge Roll Star. Mm-hmm. Don't get props for being as good an actor as he is. Regardless of whether he's typecasting his parts. Right. He does the best right. ability. And I like the whole plot of the movie. It was a dope movie. It was a basketball movie. And Sunset Park was my number two. It did. I really like Sunset Park. Uh, of course, the basketball movie. I had it written down. Um, it was a dope movie, man. Sunset yeah. Park. The um, soundtrack. Soundtrack was great. Mm-hmm. Let's you know? be clear. The soundtrack was great. Like, like, yeah. It was like your typical New York street ball into organized basketball movie. And Midge, you got to remember, they just shipped me off to New York damn every summer, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. So that kinda, look. It kind of resonates with you. Yeah, man. And like, that's where I learned how to dribble in New it, York. It kind of resonates with you. So I get it. I came get back it. to your, hey, came back to your dirt court. That shit ain't work. <laughs> it was all fundamentals back there. <laughs> hey, I back to be post up. Hey, my dad was like, hey, you ain't working on all that. Hey, Miz, quick story. Your dad, I probably said it before, your dad's the reason I post these niggas up. <laughs> hey, you man. Know? It's an easy hey. bucket, man. Your dad say, son, you 200 pounds. Wow. Everybody out here, 130, 140 pounds. It's an easy bucket. And you left-handed? It's an easy bucket. Murder. Easy bucket. That part. Derek Coleman. Derek Coleman. Derek Coleman. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Sunset Park was good, man. I I get that, man. Uh, Fredro Starr, you're right. He don't get the credit he deserves, but. Mm-hmm. Moesha. Moesha. <laughs> Q from Moesha. Well, Ooh, we, we already know my number two was saying a lot. Jose, what you got? My two was Talladega Night, so I got the one. One. Blue Chips. Mm. Neon Baldo. Mm-hmm. Penny Hardaway. And the white boy we ain't never seen before or after this movie. No. Tony. <laughs> Tony giving up the goods, throwing games. Not my guy. He Not was my, my guy. And that's the first time Tony was you, know, you had, once again, you had dealing with the NCAA. You had yeah. Shaq. 
Yeah. You had like you had real NBA players. Like Penny yeah. actually didn't do that bad, to be honest with you. Penny didn't do bad at all. And he had the most complicating acting parts. Yeah, Penny didn't do that bad, but it was like you seeing the it recruiting was- process. He was That's way my first time seeing what the recruiting process was. Right. I had no idea it was big money like right. that. Like you, you know, you going to you traveling to these places to find these guys, and you offering them cars, you offering them money, and then mm-hmm. NCAA, and then somebody it takes one person to tell it yep. and ruin your whole career. Because mm-hmm. you know hey. I'm pretty sure all these college coaches now have some way that their career can end, from Coach oh, K to Rick Pitino. To John Calipari, somewhere in some line, somewhere down the line, they've done something illegal mm-hmm. and have gotten away with it numerous times because you just don't get all these guys. You don't get five All Americans coming to your school. Calipari, you don't, you don't get five guys every year. You don't ship out a new five every year. Uh, right. They say Kentucky was giving out a quarter million dollar package. Whoa. That's crazy, man. Package deal. And if anybody in your family was any way affiliated with any type of coaching or this, that, and the third, seventy-five thousand a year to come on to be a ball boy. Damn. How, how, do, how do you turn that down? You don't. You don't. How do you oh, turn we, that down? We going to who? It's just like it's just like if Nick Saban come to your house and say, "I want your son to play football for me." And listen, you know it's two years, and I'm in the league. Who gonna turn that down? It wasn't your typical like. We're going to give you $250,000. Cash can be traced. Right. It was houses. Yep. Stop. I'm going to give your mom a fake job. Yep. Give your mom a job. Loans through certain banks that they would get a loan from. It was it was a very smart, coordinated way of doing it. Yeah, it's like, easy. They, they set families up for greatness, whether the kid made it to the NBA or not. Look at right? Zion. Look at, they're talking about Zion took money in college. Like, you think Zion care about that now? Zion was supposed to be getting money since high school. We watched how much money them folks made off him. Mm-hmm. You, you know how it going. Now it's a good thing that the NCAA is now paying these guys because now they control their own destiny, man. They can market. They can, good. you know, you can do what you want. You know, so I feel they owe back pay though. They do. They do. They do. But absolutely going on so long. But that was my number one blue chips. Okay, my number one above the rim. Kyle Lee Watson. It had Damn. comedy. It had hooping. It had gangster stuff. It had Bernie Mac. It had Tupac. It had uh, Marlon Wayans. Flip. Dwayne Leon. Martin. It had Leon, who never ages. So, you know, it had a great storyline because, you know, once again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy of fundamentals. Kyle Lee had a- the total package. Huh? Mm-hmm. That nigga's a vampire. Yeah, he don't age, bro. Him and Pharrell, I don't know what they do. Pharrell don't age. Right. But, you look, at, age but you, you look at the fundamentals. Kylie had the whole package. But yeah. between them lines, he couldn't play organized basketball. Like, he might have 30, but we're going to lose. So he mm-hmm. had to transition that street ball to learn how to, play. Team learn how to play. Yep. To learning how to play. So mm-hmm. I was like, I had to, it, somebody had to come in and beat it in his brain. Like, yo, you're not going to be who you think you are. Playing mm-hmm. this way. And you've seen guys who play one way and be great, but the teams have horrible records. And yeah. your mom like me. Right. So, you know, you look at you look, <laughs> you look you look at these dudes and you're like, man, he really made a transition. So above the rims did it all for me, man. You know, from from you know, just 
just everything, man. Oh. Like the soundtrack, the mm-hmm. movie, the plot. Fire. Listen, him, him being a single, dealing with single mom, trying to keep him in line, keep him going. Mm-hmm. Him trying to stay out the streets. Mm-hmm. Dude trying to pull him in. You got groupies. Tupac. Groupies. And Dude, once again, Tupac. we had Tupac. Right. Dude trying to pay him off. You know, and you know, Tupac, you all know Tupac's uh, acting resume. He, he came out the craze with a good, you know, which I feel like if he was still alive, he would be doing. Some Way more movies right now, so you know okay. he would probably be directing and producing yeah, at this so, point. You know yeah. he had a good, a great acting career in that short stint of time. So you know, um, but around my favorite sports movie, man, like I, it's a lot of them that I probably could throw on this list, but we'll get to that. But Bud Rim, man, my number one. All right, my number one basketball movie, um, that goddamn Samuel L. Jackson and Coach Carter. Oh. I fucking love that shit. And to me, like, I still remember being in, in, in at Hemaway and calling out fucking female names as plays. God damn it, okay? Like Donda, mm-hmm. Eloise, you gonna do this, you gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it changed the culture of basketball to me, uh-huh. watching how he brought these group of, you know, uncoachable guys mm-hmm. and, and he- made them a powerhouse. And then on top of all of that, Coach Carter is the first sport movie that I can remember that did not have a feel good happy ending. They and didn't I was fucking just win. Say that. They I, didn't win. I was just like you just knew that. he was gonna shoot the ball and it was gonna go through and it's yay, yay. And when that shit went, I was like, hold the fuck up. Y'all gonna y'all lost? Y'all made it to the championship, y'all didn't win. I, j- I just was thinking about that. I was like, that's it's one the, of the first moves I remember where like a motherfucker. Where okay, where they didn't get the happy ending, like they we did not lost. Get, like we yeah. won in life because we became better people. But yo, we got we didn't win. Hey, and it did have one of them endings. And I'm hopeful. And it's a class that song is is a classic. It's, a, it's now a TikTok or social media running theme where people talk about, you know, how movies end back then. And that song always plays. It's like the song of all of them. So it's like one of those memorable songs from a movie. Midge, as soon as I was about to say shout out to everybody internet tonight, look at Rose. Frozen. <laughs> Call her Elsa because she's frozen. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about just about to say shout out to everybody internet tonight. Right. For not acting up. <laughs> right. But she is frozen. Hopefully she'll come back and tell everybody tonight. But you know, I had I had a, a couple picks. Uh Rebound, the Earl Man of Gold story. That was dope too. Um, shoot, Friday Night Lights, Booby Miles, Glory mm-hmm. Road, talking about the first African American starting five to win it all. Um, mm-hmm. so I thought that was a good little thing. I had Hoosiers, you got Hoosiers. I had, uh, of course, I had Blue Chips, Hurricane Season, about the season after the Hurricane Katrina, yeah. Uh, after Hurricane Katrina, um, I thought, and that one goes under radar, I think. Uh, Force Whitaker's in that. He's the coach in that. But, you know, just talking about how what they went through after Katrina and how basketball, yeah, he had to fight to even build a team. So, yeah. um, the program. <laughs> I thought about the program. Program. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike, for, yeah, somebody somebody said, remember the Titans. Yeah, Which one of y'all had, remember four. the Titans? Yeah. yeah. But you remember, yeah. you know, 
higher learning could have been on this list because it was about them track and field. Right. Yep. So, I, ain't think about- I, I actually thought about that because when I thought about loving basketball, if you think Omar Epps had a scholarship for track and field, basketball, and fucking football, what movie did he, was he a football player? Um, He was in program. Okay. The yeah. program where the kid was doing steroids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And the other kid didn't like him. I think he was a fullback or the other running back and he was supposed to be this hey. freshman phenom. Omar Epps is my little brother, cousin. Over it, yeah, like for life, yeah, like, 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 like on his dad's side. Okay, and Omar is a good actor, man. Like, Lakes, people from Lakes, it. Okay, Omar, Omar does a good job in everything he's in. You know, he's like he's in uh, Raising Canaan. So. Yeah. yeah, but, but one you can't movie, tell me. It, I'm sorry, but one movie I want to say, it may not make my top five, but there's a moment in this movie that is near to dear to my heart. Hardball. Or Keanu ah, with the little boy. Little, little boy got shot. Oh, that hurt me. What was I, I, I thought about that one. Huh? I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the little boy name because that theme on Twitter. Yes, but that that part of that movie because you that know, hurt. Like like we always talk about, kids are supposed to be immortal. Yeah. Kids supposed to be immortal and like. Mm-hmm. You know, for that scene, for that scene, yo, it it touched me like it, it brought a brought a tear to my eye. So hard that scene in Hardball is near and dear to my heart, and it could have made my top five off that alone. But that was a uh, dude. I seen dude called Keanu Reeves out. G baby, G baby, thank you, my yeah, yeah, yeah. thank G baby was his name. But you know that was another one of those feel good movies, man. That was along the lines with the whole Thomas and, and my girl with the bees. Right. He needs his glasses. Like I, I it, that was a hard scene. Like it's just, it's just, it's just. Oh, I know Rose ready. Uh, it's, it's time to wrap it up because Spectrum telling Rose get off. <laughs> we'll let her come back. And we'll wrap this thing up. But yeah, man, did you have any honorable mention? Nah, good. Yeah, so. Hoosiers was my honorable mention. Hoosiers. Like I said, I, I wrote down a lot of them, man. Hoop Dreams, one of the first documentaries. And we could have did documentaries, but, you know, I could have did 30 for 30 by itself. I could have did my top five 30 for 30s by itself. Oh, we could do documentaries. My, I heard y'all. My honorable mention is um Major League, that baseball movie back in the 90s with Wesley Snipes. And um, um what's my, my guy? Charlie Sheen? Yeah, Charlie Sheen and them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good Willie one. May, Willie Mays Hayes. Yep. <laughs> and Wild Thing, them singing Wild Thing, and then he coming out, closing out the inning. Like, I, I, me and Jordan used to kill. We loved that movie. That's, that's yeah. a good point. That was, that, was, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good fucking movie. Like, I wanted to put it on my list, but I couldn't. I couldn't put it over my other. It, I probably could have put that with Bad News Bears. It was either or with those two. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, you already know I done got kicked off. Two times in a row, so it's yeah, time for me to go. Side. Oh, on the blind side, that was another good one. But hey, thank you all for rocking with us again on another Tuesday late night special. You know, hopefully we'll be back next week, if Lord permitting, <laughs> and people are not flipped on their employers. <laughs> I might need a job, y'all. Might be. A- <laughs> 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 
show. Might be an early show. Might, might be an early show. <laughs> I might be home at eight. I might be getting back to my free time. So we'll yeah. keep y'all posted. We'll keep y'all yeah. posted. So just be on the lookout for. And if you got any suggestions or any movie y'all want us to watch, whose week is it to pick the movie? I was last week, so I think it's on you. It's, it's you, Midge. It's on you, okay, Midge. I'll let y'all know. You know, I like to I like to go on and see what's new. Rose, are you ready? I see Blood Red Sky on Netflix was trending, so you know. What's that? I don't know. Mm. About to be on some fuck shit. Oh. Tread lightly, because I'm behind you. Tread lightly, sir. Sir, you just see both of us talking about trying to maintain our job and keep our job. Don't it, do no, it. No, it's not me. a racial movie. I'm just letting you know. I know my my pleas that you always follow. Listen, on, on I'm, not, deaf I'm ears. not doing. I'm not on, doing no more racial movies. On the movies. deafest ears ever. I'm not doing no okay. more. When the last uh, Black Power movie I gave you? I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm staying. I'm not going. I'm not going to make it. I've, I've heard. Make it, y'all. I've heard your talks and your whispers, and I'm answering those prayers. Whispers, <laughs> motherfucker! I was screaming hey, from the chimney tops. There ain't no hey, whispers. Hey, <laughs> Let's do it. Tell Maisha she late. You been talking about Leon. Tell yeah, her get Yeah, Liga Daryl was on my list, Maisha. Tell that Maisha was my get four, her on baby. time. <laughs> they said get here on time. <laughs> get the church on All time. Right, yeah. yeah, but y'all All have right, a yeah. good one. If y'all got any suggestions, hit us up. Let us know. Y'all have a good night. See you next week. See you next Tuesday. Thank you. All right. All right.